When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Powered by Lumo Energy SA. Big hour coming up, not too far away. We will speak to Mick Godden from the Adelaide Crows and Paul Hazelby, who's over at our friends at SENWA, getting ready to take on both of our teams too. The daily agenda in a couple of seconds, Mark Bickley, but we spoke off Port Adelaide season launch and Hall of Fame last night. Before we do a bit more of a deep dive into that, this is Ken Hingley talking about the strength of the list moving into 2023. It's as good a list as we've had in my time, and that's not being disrespectful to any of the boys gone in the past, but it's, the reality is we've built this group over a good little period of time now, since about 2018, and now they're really starting to... Um, they've probably taken over a little bit from Tom and Trav and the older boys, uh, Charlie, so they're starting to become, you know, we're just part of the show now, not the show, so the young boys are becoming the show a bit more. Well, there you go. That's, uh, that's quite um, bullish from Ken Hinckley, this is the best list in my time. Now, remembering they've played in a number of prelim finals and had a lot of winning seasons. So, that, you know, for me, a lot of people are saying, oh, Ken Hinckley's got to do X, Y, and Z to stay as the coach. He's not He's not resiling or f- coming back, you know, sort of stepping back from that. He's actually gone the other way and said that he has high expectations because, you know what, I, we've got – you've given me the tools to be a really good side this year. So – you He's know, got nothing to lose, though, does he? Like, I, I feel like he well, needs to say those kind of things. Mm. Like, if, of course, the list is brilliant, and I love hearing Ken say that. But I, I think from what we're hearing from some of the, the players, even yesterday, Miles Bergman saying that there's a bit more education now in regards yeah. to how the message is being communicated. Ken needs to be pretty bullish and say, oh, we've got what it takes. Yeah, I, but I still think uh, he could say, you know what, we've had a great preseason, but you just never know with injuries. You know, you could mm. put a few caveats on that. I think he's gone the other way and just said, we've had a great preseason. We've got our best ever list. So I'm looking forward to it. So he hasn't really given himself any outs there at all, has mm. he? he? Like right now, if they don't go deep into the finals, people will say, well, hang on a minute. Um, you've, you've, you've said this is the best ever list. You've had other lists that you've taken to within a kick of a grand final. So the expect he's put the expectation right up there again. So full credit to him. He's pretty bullish on it. Uh, and it was a big night for Port Adelaide last night. So uh, he spoke, of course, about the season. Tom Jonas spoke, but it was also an opportunity to recognise uh, some really important people to the club. Of course, they uh, inducted a number of players and administrators into the uh, their Hall of Fame. I mentioned just before the news, Rowan Smith, Roger Jelaney, uh, were both inducted after they won six premierships. Peter Obst uh, was inducted as well, posthumously. Uh, he was uh, a player in um, a record-breaking six-in-a-row premiership sides from 54 to 59, and then also um, a side which won premierships in 62, 63, and 65. That's a golden era there, isn't it? Um, we mentioned Chad Corns, uh, current assistant coach, but his playing career was obviously what got him in there. He joins his brother Kane. Just the second pair of brothers in there. He joined Stephen and Mark Williams, to be honoured. And then there was this special induction event, which um, uh, recognised a group uh, who who steered the club on a steering committee to from you know 
I think it was around 1990, 1991, right through to being included in the AFL in 1996. And some names uh, we're talking about were Jim Nitsky, Barry Wilson, uh, Jeff Monteleone, David Judd, Phil Hoffman, Frank Hayter, Ian McLaughlin, Robert Howey and Tony Hobby. And they also joined former club presidents Bruce Weber, Greg Bolton and former CEO Brian Cunningham. So I'm surprised Bucky wasn't in there as a mm. player, uh, but he gets inducted there last night. So that whole group of people there, they were, I guess, recognised as people that were so important in doing all the groundwork to be accepted as the next license into the AFL. What I really like about how Port Adelaide do this is the sentiment of having the Hall of Fame at the start of the season, I think really sets the tone and the emotion leading into a year. I think sometimes a Hall of Fame is done at the conclusion of a season. The Adelaide 36ers, for example, do their Hall of Fame at their um, end of season awards. I really like doing it at the start of the year and the season launch because I think it's a, it's a celebration, but then you can also set the tone for the yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. It is a, it's a great opportunity. What, what it does, the season launch is a big event. It's, a, it's an opportunity to invite everyone that's a, a stakeholder to come and, I guess, get excited about the year ahead. You hear from your captain, you hear from your coach. And whilst everyone's there, then we recognise those that are really important to us. Uh, Adelaide do it slightly different. They recognise their life members uh, at the season launch. They have a separate event for the for the Hall of Fame every four years. So for Adelaide, it's it's those life members, and we get to get to hear from the people who have made contributions. But um, it's really the same reasoning around. We've got all our people here, mm. uh, the, all the, the people that are important to us, and we get a chance to showcase those who have made a really strong contribution to our club. Let's get into this. Good to see the uh, touch screens being fixed here in studio. <laughs> the sweaty, sweaty fingers of it. Oh, my gosh. I just get, again. No, I get nervous because I'm here with the uh, two-time premiership skipper of the Adelaide Crows. I actually wanted to talk about being a captain. This has been on the top of my mind for uh, a long time, Bix. And I'm glad you're here to ask you this question. All of the pressure when it comes to the Australian cricket team over the past few weeks, especially in India, the changeover from Justin Lagan and Andrew McDonald is the pressure of the coach and their role in the Australian cricket team. Yes. Always like to compare sports and we do that. We live in a comparative world and you look at the role of the captain and the coach in cricket compared to AFL. I'm of the belief that the role of the coach is more important in AFL mm. and the role of the captain is more important in cricket. So let me break this down for you. Yes. Look at the Australian cricket team right now. The role of Andrew McDonald is to make sure the team have the right mentality when heading out to play. As soon as the team gets onto the field, he has no input apart from drinks, breaks, intervals such as lunch and mm. tea, mm. but he's not the one determining who's going to be taking the new ball, who is going to be responsible for the bowling changes. One of the bits of feedback that was given uh, in relation to the second test that Pat Cummins could have bowled himself a little That's bit right. more. Mm. So he's in charge. Now you change that to the AFL. Um, the head coaches are the ones that are leading everything. Running the show. During the week at all of the intervals, they are doing positional changes so I wanted to get your view on this because I feel that Andrew McDonald is the one who's under the most pressure at the moment, the most comparisons to Justin Langer, where is Pat Cummins under enough pressure as the captain making these decisions on the field? Mm. So I guess it's a bit two-pronged. The role of the captain, where is it sit when it comes to importance and coach? 
and is Pat Cummins under enough pressure? I think you've summed it up really well. That in in football terms, the captain is important because he's out on the field and he can he can uh, maintain and monitor standards. You know, so if he sees something that that someone didn't do really well, he can talk about that. That there's breaks in the games where you can talk, but the captain is one of probably six players in an AFL football team that does that sort of stuff. Generally, you have one player in defence, one in the forward line, maybe one or two in the midfield who are all giving instruction and, and uh, like I said, monitoring and, and talking about how they're going on the field. But they're not the main person. The coach is absolutely the main person and sets the tone during the week, uh, is really responsible for the review of the game, which is very, very important, and the preparation for the game. You can also notice a, there's a noticeable change in game style too. If you look at Ross Lyon, who's back at the Saints now, we're all wondering – whether he's going to adopt mm. his old school defensive, defensive style, yeah. that's the the coach has a noticeable game plan. Where in cricket, it may not be as much. I guess I'm I'm contradicting myself mm. when you look at England with basketball, but who knows? <laughs> well, the other thing about um, cricket is coaching in in relative terms is a new phenomenon. You like talk about Ian Chapel? Did Ian Chapel have a coach? Did the Australian cricket team have a coach? No, Ian just would have run the whole show. So the captain in cricket is is much more powerful. You know, the, the select, selection, not many AFL captains are on selection. Mm. So you pick your side. Uh, you, you talked about the bowling changes. You talk about the batting order, all those things. They're done in consultation with the coach. But it really is more traditional that the, the captain has a lot, wields a lot more power. So when you talk about the question of who should be under more pressure, Pat Cummins, I think... Uh, is well, it's difficult because they're both relatively new to mm. the to the positions, but Pat Cummins has been doing it longer than what Andrew McDonald has been, and I think Andrew McDonald, whilst I've been a little bit critical of him, and and even to appoint his appointment because he was there and just continued to stay there, I thought it was an easy out for Cricket Australia. You've got to actually give him some time, and and you've got to let him. Um, put his stamp on this team. And as yet, you know, it's, it's a little bit early to, to say whether he's done that. I think at the end of England, we'll have a bit of a look. We'll get a chance to see how did he respond to the pressure that's that's happened in India? How does he respond with the players when they have subpar performances? Pat Cummins, on the other hand, been at it a bit longer, um, should have grown into the position. And, and I think that the pressure comes from the disappointment of this has been one of the first times that side and him personally have really been challenged and they've, they've, they haven't reached the uh, the standard that we like. So big chance for him now to come back. He's come back to Australia. He gets a chance to regroup when he gets back over to India. I think most people want to see him be a bit more assertive in the way he goes about it. And um, that, that's in his captaincy. And for the side to be a bit more measured in the way he go about it, it, it was all slapdash in, in in sort of my opinion, the way the batting collapses mm. all happen. So I, I would think that they would want to look a little bit more organised, a little bit more planned and, and show a bit more fight than what they did in, in tests one and two. Paul has sent us a text, 0427154166. Entirely correct on the cricket captaincy. Cricket coaches adjust that, not managers, as in the EPL. Can you imagine Ian Chappell or Don Bradman taking a cracking seat to coach? Not a chance. Paul. Mm. So thank you for that, Paul. Would love to know your think, uh, your thoughts, the role of the captain. Let us know. And just, speak- just on that, while we're talking other sports, because we've, we've compared two of a number of sports. I, I watch basketball. I'm not an aficionado like you are, but mm. I would think the basketball coach has a fair 
input as well because he's right there. He can talk to the players when they're on the court. Yes. You timeouts. You can stop the game. Phil Jackson you- implemented the triangle, which uh, was the result of um, his intellect, which then resulted in Chicago and Los Angeles. Uh, yes, the coach has they a big call, role. Cool plays as well. There might be you know one play to go in the game. He's the one that decides. Unless you're coaching LeBron James, <laughs> exactly. who then dictates give, everything. Give and if he LeBron. doesn't like you, you are sacked. So <laughs> let us know your thoughts. We are here. Thanks to MG coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. We are going to speak to another coach next. And that is Mick Godden from the Adelaide Crows.